0: During some downtime in between COVID 19 and other types of patients, a few of us were chatting in the hospital's office, and as would be expected, the Balkan War somehow came up about 20 minutes into a tangential conversation. That is a topic that shuts everyone down I've met, and I'm going to share why. See, I gained more insight into this as I had a bunch of days off afterwards with not much to do at home. And when I get interested in a topic, I dive deep into it, I think is an outcome of my undergraduate experience at Colorado College because there they don't have a semester system of learning. And so you do these block plans where you do one topic at a time for a month and then move on to the next. So during this COVID-19 lockdown while I'm social distancing, by the way, a moment I trained for my whole life, I watched five documentaries on the Balkan War and still can't even begin to explain what happened, other than everyone was killing everyone for a reason nobody, and I mean nobody, is capable of summarizing in an hour. Personally I still can't tell you the difference between a Serbian, a Croatian, and a Bosnian. Let alone where did this all really take place? Like did it occur in Croatia or Serbia or Bosnia or Sarajevo? Or was it Herzegovina? Anybody know the answer to that? Because actually, technically, whatever exists out there now, it's really none of those places. Meaning the Balkan War was the breakup of Yugoslavia. And let's face it, none of us knew the first thing about Yugoslavia, let alone the trillion countries it broke up into. And this is a recent war, folks, like the 1990s. And nobody understands what happened. It just kind of happened. That's why it never comes up in conversation, because we don't want to appear clueless. There was 2.4 million refugees that fled the war, and nobody, and I mean nobody, even knows when it started. And that's not a joke. So like if you Wikipedia the Balkan War, it says, there is a debate about the date when the war started as hostilities continued to increase. And it's felt that the war began sometime between February and April of 1992. That's where we are at. The top academic experts writing the books on this event have pinned the start of the war to somewhere within a 90-day period. The experts also agree that the triggering event, okay get this, because the triggering event was at a wedding in Sarajevo when a groom's father was shot. Not one documentary I watched even names who got shot, but it triggered three years of ethnic cleansing. And what could possibly even compare as an overreaction? Meaning, if we had said the entire four generations of the shooter's family had been guillotined in retaliation and their homes were destroyed with artillery, the craziest dude like on San Quentin's death row would say, well, damn, that seems like a little extreme, right? But the real reaction to the shooting was so much worse than that. Three freaking years of ethnic cleansing. I mean, seriously? It is so nonsensical, we truly cannot make sense of it. It's unexplainable, even if you were at the wedding itself, let alone trying to narrate a documentary to try and explain this. Try and come up with a more extreme scenario than a genocide over one dude getting shot. Maybe if the audience reaction to the wedding shooting in the movie Kill Bill set off World War III. That would be an even bigger, you gotta be kidding me, overreaction scenario. And it's not like the wedding shooting in Sarajevo set off a battle between two families or even two ethnic groups. Instead, it became a three-way war between Muslims, Croats, and Serbs. And can someone try and explain how that happens? And after five documentaries and Googling it a bunch, I can tell you the answer is no. Not because the historians don't explain it well. I'm convinced nobody really knows and they won't outright admit it. And then get this, so the war in the Balkans in the 1990s is actually referred to as the Third Balkan War. The First Balkan War began in 1912. And you know, and meaning we really all know, what's going to happen next, right? A fourth one is coming. Not one dude over there is reflecting back on how quickly things went overboard the last three times. Dudes over there be like, we gotta finish what we started. And yet, nobody can name a person at that wedding that started it, right? So we can't even decide what day after the wedding the war broke out within a 90-day period. I mean, think about that. That's like an entire semester of school and not being sure at all at what point in the semester you arrived. Like, no idea. When did I get to this dorm? Was it the first week or the last week of the semester? And nobody even knows how many died. So, you know, I know it's not the best source. And usually I quote pretty good sources in this podcast. But I'll just, I'll quote Wikipedia. So they say, Calculating the number of deaths resulting from the conflict has been subject to considerable, highly politicized debate, sometimes fused with narratives about victimhood from the political elites of various groups. So, estimates of the total numbers of casualties have ranged from 65,000 to 329,000. Now, people, you've got to understand the range of those numbers. The football stadium in Miami. When they had it totally packed for the Super Bowl, held 65,000 people. 65,000 people is a sold-out NFL game full of people. It possibly was that number of people, or maybe it was four Super Bowls of people, and nobody really has a clue. Like, there are still people pissed that we don't know who shot Biggie. Isn't it weird that nobody ever discusses who shot how many in the Balkans? Like, we can discuss Biggie and Tupac all day long because we kind of get the East Coast, West Coast rap thing, but we just don't understand the Balkans, so we don't want to even touch that one. And let's face it, if it weren't for the NBA, we wouldn't know what any of these people look like. Despite all those ethnicities and regions, it's still a pretty small area. Like, think about the world we live in because, you know, the world's crazy, right? So, like, Kanye West became friends with Trump. And if you think about it, realistically there's less chance than that that the average American will become friends with someone from the Balkans and I gotta say that place whatever the hell it is because let's face it that even on a multiple-choice test almost no Americans can say what country it is now but that place we do know it can build all-stars in the NBA like there's no chance we could point it out on a map but on a multiple-choice test about the name, we can probably narrow it down to three choices because we know it's no longer Yugoslavia, but that's only a one in three chance. There's less than a 50% chance on a multiple choice test of even guessing the name of the place, whatever that region is, let alone describing what happened in the war. But we know what's important to us as Americans, and it's that those guys can ball. Luka Doncic is a phenom on the Dallas Mavericks. Nikola Jokic, my favorite player on my favorite team. Go Nuggets. The Nuggets are the only team that my wife, my boys, and I can all agree on. So the problem is I look dumb when my kids ask me stuff while we're trying to watch the games, right? So dad, you're saying Yusef Nurkic is from Bosnia, Bovan Bogdanovic is from Croatia, and Nikola Jokic is from Serbia, right? Yeah, exactly. So If they are from the same area, why can't any of them get along with each other? Well, son, their parents engaged in a three-way war. So dad, you mean two were allies and then they fought the other group? No, they all three fought each other. Dad, it seems like Jokic and Doncic like each other. Right, right, because some guys are good friends like Nikola Jokic and Luka Doncic because they're both Serbian. But son, that's very different from Bovan Bogdanovich and Yusef Nurkic, even though all four are basically from the same place. And I'm actually trying to tell my kids the truth, but it sounds too crazy, so my kids think I'm full of it, and they will give me another chance to redeem myself, even though I think that I look like I'm covering up something like Nixon. So dad, why would they have a three-way war? And when was that war? well son one guy got shot at a wedding and then nobody is officially sure when it started after that maybe a day later maybe three months later it's really hard to know and it's like your kid man he's starting to doubt whether you're gonna be able to provide for him so he no longer wants to know about the NBA or the war he's just probing you with questions now as part of a mental status exam to see how far out there you're getting so dad that must have been sad for them It must have been a lot of people that died, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, it was somewhere between 65,000 and 329,000. Nobody really knows how many. It was the 1990s. Now think about it. We can't even give you a firm statistic about coronavirus deaths, let alone things like body counts from the 1990s. But son, don't worry. Your generation will be much better at such things. So anyway, that's what I've been doing the last few days of my pandemic, lockdown, and social distancing. I hope all you are doing well out there. Stay healthy. Catch you on the next round.